The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe me? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is our last story of our series that we have called Famous Stories of Love. Uh, This year, from January to September, we've been talking about love, and we have this theme that we are calling Love Matters Most. If there was ever a time where we needed to talk more, live more, be more about love, now is the time. We got our theme from Matthew chapter 22, where a man walks up to Jesus and asks him a question. It's a great question. And the question is simply this, what's the most important commandment? What matters most to God? And Jesus, instead of picking one of the famous 10 commandments, Instead, says, you want to know what the most important thing to God is? Love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And then Jesus added something very interesting. He said, all the law and the prophets depend on this. All the law, all the prophets have this as the foundation, and that foundation is love. So we've been going through these stories of love, and every story we've gone through hasn't been about you loving God or me loving God or even us loving our neighbors. It's all been about how much Jesus loves us, and there's a reason for that, and the reason is you cannot give what you do not have. I always think that we are, when it comes to love, we are a little bit like an empty cup. In fact, 1 John Chapter 4, the Apostle John says, we love because God first loved us. And so the idea was this, that as we go through this series, every time you hear about the love of Jesus, your heart gets a little more full until you get to the place where love begins to flow out of you. To people that you know, people that you don't know, love flows out of you onto your social media. Please, please look. Look at how you treat people. Look at how you post things and see if what you post, what you say, how you treat people is either loving God or loving them. And if it's not, then I would say go back to one of these stories And let Jesus fill you with his love so that his love will flow out. All right. So now we've come to the story of Nathaniel. 
Nathaniel is one of the 12 disciples. He's not one of the most famous. He's not like Peter, James, and John, but he does have several cameos throughout the Gospels. And this story is the story of how his relationship with Jesus started. And so uh, with this, I decided to do this as the last story because there are three elementary parts of love that are included in this story. Three things Jesus communicates to Nathaniel, and it's the same three things he communicates to you and to me. The first thing that he communicates to Nathaniel is this, I see you. I see you. You cannot love someone you do not see. This doesn't actually come out until about midway through this story. Jesus says to Nathaniel, before Philip came to you, I saw you while you were under the fig tree. Jesus sees him and you cannot love what you cannot see. I went to nine schools in 12 years uh, from first grade to 12th grade. And the last change that I made was when I was a sophomore in high school, I got transferred to another high school as a junior. Boone High School had 2,200 students, grades 10 through 12. I didn't know a single person. And so when I walked into the cafeteria, uh, it was like I was invisible. People looked around me to see friends. People looked through me to see friends. There's hardly anything worse than feeling invisible. Jesus never does that. Jesus sees you. He doesn't look around you. You know, and there's a, a word in Swahili. It's the word that they use for greeting. They don't say hello. They don't say good morning. They say saubona, which means literally, I see you. You walk into a room and your friend looks and says, saubona, I see you. And then you respond, with Shabuka, which means I am here. Because it's the only time you really feel like you exist is when someone sees you. And this is the truth. If you walked into a room and Jesus was there, Jesus wouldn't look around you. He wouldn't look through you. He would look at you and say, Saubona, I see you. That's the first thing. The second thing that Jesus communicates to Nathaniel is, I know you. I know you. So Philip goes up to Nathaniel and he's pumped. And he says, we found him. We found the one that we've been dreaming of, the one we have hoped for. We found the Messiah, it's Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathaniel is nonplussed. He is unimpressed. In fact, he's a little snarky. And he says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? You know how that feels, right? I mean, you're watching a movie and then some character in the movie says to another character, hey, it's not like I'm asking you to move to Cleveland or something. And you go, whoa, wait a minute. Why would you say that, right? And if you're like me, that character, I may like them by the end of the movie if they develop that character, but right then, that character's in a hole they need to dig out of because they have insulted me indirectly by insulting where I am from. So Nathaniel walks up to Jesus, and Jesus says, I saw you. Before Philip began to talk to you, I saw you, which means that Jesus also heard Nathaniel. 
But when Jesus sees Nathanael coming, he says this, Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no guile. Listen, uh, honestly, I don't even know what that means. But Nathanael did. And Nathanael didn't say, how did you know what I said? Nathanael said, how do you know me? How do you know me? Every human being wants to be loved. You do. I do. Everybody does. But we have a problem because we have a basic fear that if someone really knew us, I mean the real us, they might not love us. So for most people, we hedge our bets. We let them know a little bit. We act a little bit different. We try to be on our best behavior. Uh, when I was dating my wife, we came to Akron, which is where her parents lived from college, and where I was going to meet them. You know, it was going to be a, a great thing. We got there at like 7.30 at night. And uh, my father-in-law, I don't know where he was. My mother-in-law was in the kitchen. Uh, my uh, my wife went upstairs. I sat down. We had driven from school, which was about five hours, so we hadn't eaten. And uh, Carol said, Joe, have you eaten? I said, no. So she made a plate of spaghetti, put it in front of me. She had already eaten. She sat across from me and said, go ahead and eat. And here I was meeting this woman of my girlfriend who I wanted to marry. And so I was eating the spaghetti. I was like, like, <laughs> I was not eating spaghetti the way I normally eat spaghetti. Why? Because I was trying to impress her, make sure that even if she knew me, she wouldn't reject me. I ate spaghetti the other night with my wife. It was not pretty. That's the difference. Because what happens when someone knows you is there comes this moment where they can do one of two things. They can either open their arms and receive you, or they can turn their back and reject you. In this story, Jesus says to Nathaniel, I see you. And then he says, I know you. And then it comes to the third thing that Jesus communicates to Nathaniel. We know Nathaniel's name 2,000 years later. We are talking about his story. And the reason we know his name and the reason we're talking about his story is because Jesus opened his arms and received him. Jesus says to Nathaniel, I see you. I know you. He, says, he doesn't say, behold, an Israelite, a snarky one indeed, and then turn his back on Nathaniel. Instead, Jesus says, I open my arms to you. And Nathaniel becomes one of the 12 that spends three years with Jesus. And there comes a time later on in the Gospels where Jesus says something, and it was something that Nathaniel never, ever forgot. He said to his disciples, no longer do I call you my servants, but I call you my friends. And then he says this, greater love has no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And then Jesus, out of love for his disciples, out of love for you and for me, went to the cross and laid his life down for us. 
But when Jesus said that, when Jesus did that, something happened to Nathaniel like that. His cup was full. His heart was full of love. And this is the truth. Jesus Christ sees you. Jesus Christ knows you, really knows you. And Jesus Christ has opened his arms wide on the cross because he wants to receive you and to love you. And when you realize that, like that, your heart is full. And then you can begin to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind because your heart is full. You begin to love your neighbor as yourself because your heart is full. Because for Jesus and for every follower of Jesus, love matters most. Let me go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, we come to you and we are so grateful. There is a cry in every human heart. Do I matter enough for someone to see me? Do I matter enough for someone to know me? And will anyone really love me if they know me completely? And you answer all three of those. You say to us, I see you, I know you, and I love you. And that through your death and resurrection, we can know the love of God that surpasses all understanding and we can be full. I pray that you'll make us full in our hearts a love so overflowing that we love people we know, people we don't know. And that love becomes the mark of what people see in us as your followers. Thanks. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.